This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined by nobody today. This is going to be a little bit different episode. We're going to try something new on the channel. We're still going to continue doing our weekly episodes as we always have. But now we're also on the feed. We're going to start adding different things. Um, One-off episodes. Stuff that we don't normally get to talk about on our movie reviews. Um, you know, Sometimes we talk about this you know, stuff in our news section. But these are just little things for each of us to just kind of put a microphone in front of us and talk about something that we want to talk about. And um, sometimes it'll be all three of us, sometimes even guests, sometimes we one of us like it is today. Um, so we're trying something new here. This may be the only one. Um, there may be one, you know, once a week, once a month. I have no idea. I, most likely it'll be pretty rare. And, and um, we'll see how this goes. But it's something I wanted to try. Um, I listen to a lot of other podcasts and YouTube videos, and everyone's talking about, you know, giving their opinions on stuff. And I was like, I kind of wish I could do something like that. And then I realized, hey, I host a podcast. <laughs> Why don't I try it? And instead of creating a whole new channel, um, gonna just throw it on here on the Hans Shop First feed. And hopefully, it's something that you guys like. Hopefully, it's something that I like. Um, same thing with Alex and Scott, as they uh, eventually will do theirs. I hope. So here we go. Uh, at the end, I'll ask for, uh, not at the end, but, you know, questions and comments. Hopefully you guys can let, let me know how it goes or let all of us know so we see if there's something you guys want or if we're just cluttering up the feed and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of the preamble of what this is. Uh, this will not go in our, as our official episode counter. We're, we're closing in on 300, I think, uh, but this will not go toward that. And... Um, that's kind of it. And I also up front, in this special case, we did miss an episode this week. We're pretty good about not missing. And uh, unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties. It will get out at some point. But um, in the meantime, we'll have this. And uh, stay tuned. Next week, we'll have our regular episode. Whether it's the one they recorded or we do our next upcoming one, I don't know. But once again, we like to apologize for that. As Scott says, we'd like to guarantee content. May not be good content, but it's content. And we pride ourselves on hitting our schedule, so we do apologize for that. And uh, so, yeah, um, let's get into it. So I, if you've listened to this to our show at all, know that I'm a fan of Star Wars. Um, I think all three of us are. Alex and I definitely uh, like it more than Scott. And I think of late, I've been kind of even more on it than Alex. I'm not sure about that, he may argue. Um, but him being a father now with his kids, I think he sees it through a different set of eyes and I'm still the big nerd with through my own eyes. Um, so I just, I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts on star Wars lately. And I, I kind of yell at the, yell at my, uh, phone, you know, what that when I was listening to you, stupid idiots, blah, blah, blah. or, you know, I agree with you. So I don't know. I just want to talk about star Wars. You know, just, that's the whole purpose of this. And later on, I hope to be talking about, you know, Marvel things or, uh, Anything I want to talk about, we are going to keep stuff on brand. You know, you're not going to catch any of us talking about politics or, 
even sports. I know we joke around with it in Alex's sports section, but we're never going to turn this into a sports thing. It's going to be, you know, movies, TV shows, video games, stuff like that. So today I want to talk about uh, Star Wars. And uh, also, if you've listened to this, you know, uh, lately the new movies have not agreed with me. And I've been rather vocal about how I feel about them. Um and I've tried to as I listen to it's funny how you listen to other podcasts and hearing other people talk about them can persuade you and make you think oh. you start seeing stuff from their point of view, right? So if you listen to a bunch of podcasts and everyone's you know negative, then you're gonna start feeling negative. And you listen to other podcasts that are super positive, you're like, Oh yeah, it's kind of positive and uh, you know, I, I try to be a realist, and I know I have been super negative, and I think I've mentioned on the podcast, I'm going to try to back up, back off on that. Um, so I have, over the past couple months now, when I get some spare time, pop in one of the movies, and just, and even, you know, obviously I'll always love the first three the most, but, you know, I'll throw in The Phantom Menace, or even the other day, as much as I say I dislike it, and I still dislike it, The Last Jedi... I want to see, okay, fresh eyes again. It's been a while. Put it in. And I just want to talk about it a little bit because I still think... <laughs> let me start with the prequels. I still think they're terribly executed films. Uh, I go back and rewatch it. I just cringe at some of the stuff. But I have gotten away. Like, so no longer it's... I'm not mad about it. I'm trying to pull stuff from it and i think where i see a lot of these podcasts i listen to other people talk about it they they pull you know i think they're doing their whole um head canon stuff on it and they're ignoring the bad stuff and just think okay well i can you know pick plot a and plot b and, and I, I i see those two plot points and it's terribly the way it's put together but in my head I, I i ignore how it was put together and i just do what i want in my head and it works and I can see how people do that. It, it frustrates me a little bit because you're like, dude, you're, but that's, you're watching a movie and I don't know. But so when I go back now and I watch them, I, they, I, the prequels I'm talking about here, I don't hate them as much as I used to, but I still find them very hard to watch. And I don't know what has changed. Is it because I'm just now looking, that's 20 years ago and you know, I was in college at the time when Phantom Menace came out. I'm just yearning to be young again or something. I don't know. Um, but I, I have softened on them a little bit. I still, like I said, they're terribly made films. And I think that's the most frustrating part. Which, and if, we've, as you've, if you listen to our podcast, you know we the dialogue. We really, <laughs> really get on Lucas at those prequels and the dialogue. Which, the, I'm gonna, this is a tangent. I'm going to be a lot of those. Um I've also been watching some old interviews with George Lucas, old and new interviews with George Lucas and how much he doesn't like writing. He even said that he never wanted to be a writer and it was, um, oh, Jesus, the Godfather guy. Well, I got the poster here. What the hell is, uh, Francis where Coppola is telling him, you need to write. If you want to be a good, you know, filmmaker, you need to learn to write and blah, blah, blah. So he knows he's a bad writer, although he says he's, he learned to like it. And so we blame him for bad dialogue and he does. But then you think of the classic lines from Star Wars, like all the Darth Vader lines that everyone quotes. I'm assuming he had something to do with I mean, he wrote it. I, I know he had help from like Kaz did and other people, but 
you know, there's still a lot of stuff in there that he did write. So I'm maybe we're a little too hard on him in some cases. I I don't know, but I go back and I was thinking about that. Well, you know, like you know, I'm altering the deal. Pray don't alter any further and stuff like that. Um, just interesting. I said I'm ranting here. Just bear with me. Um, but the, the prequels, like I said, if I go and I try to do what other people do, and okay, it's story about. Anakin turning into Darth Vader and I still think it was a terrible choice to do him as a young child but he did and it's also the side story about how Senator Palpatine becomes the Emperor like those points are there and and, and I see it and then uh, I still don't like it so I don't know I, like I said I, I, I'm less harsh on them but I still have a hard time with some of this stuff and I think what I'm well, the main thing is I think I'm the reason I am softening on it is I I am seeing young kids people who are young really young when those movies come out now they are having podcasts and YouTube videos and talking about and the joy that they get from it the same way I got joy from mine and that makes me happy and so I kind of want to give some love to those movies I think that's it I think maybe I've just narrowed it down as I'm seeing that the, the prequels meant to kids. At that time, which the originals meant to me, and I see the joy in them talking about it. They love Anakin, they love Obi Wan, they love Watto, Jar Jar, whatever it is. And it may not be for me, but the joy that they got is the same joy I got from Jawas and three PO and Yoda when I was a kid, and I like that. And so maybe that's why I'm I'm softening on them. I think this is like a therapy session. I think that's what's going on here, and I think working through some things here. So that's good. Um. And this also goes to, which I'm just going to flash forward here. I'm going to talk about the D23 news um, and the big just cheer that everyone gave for Obi-Wan coming, right? We're going to have a new Obi-Wan movie, uh, net, uh, Disney Plus show with Ewan McGregor, and everyone went crazy. I never would have thought that. But then that, all these people are people who love the prequels. So it's more people probably like it than hate it these days. I don't know. And... Um, now, granted, I think even the harshest critics would say that Ewan McGregor was the best part of those movies. So it's not too surprising. Um, but still, to see that kind of love. And I think I mentioned it when I watched um, the D23 panels on YouTube. Just people going crazy when... I think, wasn't it the... Uh, was it the 20-year anniversary? Yeah, the 20-year anniversary of Phantom Menace and all the love that the the show was getting. So all those things... I get it, and yeah, I just, so, I don't know what I'm talking about this, I'm just, I, I'm softening up on them, I rewatched Phantom Menace, still, like I said, it's, I love Darth Maul, the pod race scene, <laughs> I don't like it, it's there to sell video games and toys, but the sound effects and the visual effects are cool, um, the, the characters of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are awesome, uh, Padme actually starts off strong. I think in Phantom Menace is her best uh, stuff there. Kind of goes downhill from there. Uh, Palpatine. I think a lot of the character stuff there. It's just... Yeah, I'll never like Jar Jar. Um, (laughs) As I've always talked about, the humor that they try to insert in these Star Wars movies just bugs me. And I don't know if it's just me, you know, being, you know, old man shakes fist at clouds. Maybe that's what it is. But... Um... Yeah, and then I rewatched 
the Clone Wars, and I don't hate that one. Maybe one of these things I'll rank all the movies. I don't hate that one as much. Most people, it's kind of universal. Like, that's the worst movie. And I don't feel that way. I don't think it's good, but I never thought it was the worst one. Um, I think Phantom Menace is still the worst one. But I don't. maybe that's because that one had so much expectations, right? That's... <laughs> what was that? So eighty between about eighty three and ninety nine. So you got sixteen years there. Like I, I hope my math is right there. Uh, I think the expectations of Phantom Menace is what really hurt it for me. But like some of my favorite stuff is from Attack of the Clones. There's some bad stuff in there too. The 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 romance is terribly done. But whatever. It's a. It didn't bother. See, that part didn't bother me as did most people. But I I love the chase through Coruscant with the. The bounty hunter and Obi Wan and Anakin. There's parts of it that are corny, but I, I love flying through Coruscant there. Uh, the clone battle at the end. I just wish it wasn't all CG. So, another side tangent. As I was rewatching them, like for the time the special effects were amazing, looks bad now. Like, it looks like a cartoon. Like, I bet, and I, I haven't seen Toy Story 4, but Toy Story 4 probably looks better than. <laughs> looks more real than the Clone Wars. What's to stop them from doing a special edition on the prequels? Like, I, I wonder if Lucas was still in charge. Is that something he'd do? I, I don't know much. Maybe this is something I can ask Alex. I don't know. And it was animation, not so much 3D CGI stuff. But, like, I'm assuming all the models and everything are still in the computer. Like, all those things are still in the computer. So, like, why couldn't you just... Add more textures, add more details, you know, render it way better. I mean, how much time? It's been 20 years, right? Like, how much could they re-render these things? And I wonder if that's something they're ever, I've ever thought about doing or talking about doing. Because it definitely shows now. And as much as we all hate special edition of the new movies, I think the stuff people never complained about was cleaning it up, right? It was the additional scenes. So I'm not asking for additional scenes. I'm just saying just go in there and, like I said... I don't know how CGI works, but I'm assuming all the models are on the computer and they may not be as detailed as possible, but you could add more textures, I'm assuming. I don't know. But that'd be something I'd be interested in just to, just to kind of clean it up because the CGI Stormtroopers just kind of bug me. <laughs> um, started Revenge of the Sith, haven't really finished it, um, which is my favorite of the three, but it's still not that great. And Blah, blah, blah. Rambling. Um trying to be positive like i said and so and i have i don't know what brought me back after solo and the last jedi i was really down on it and i don't know if it was watching the d23 panel stuff or if it was the excitement of galaxy's edge at disneyland that got me really back in because i've been like i said re-watching these movies listening to more star wars podcasts um listening to some audiobooks buying some of the comic books um i have it's been pretty high up on my list and i don't know what happened so uh and, and like i said i'm just trying to to rewatch some of these things and to see where if i've if things have changed uh i did watch force awakens again and that movie i'm pretty solid on in that the parts I like, I really like. The parts I don't like, I still just don't like. Um, I won't get into the details here. I can maybe do that another time when you've heard me do it on it. We had 
we have our own episodes on those all of these movies so I, I guess i shouldn't be diving into them but my opinion really hasn't changed too much on those i still think uh, Ray is awesome. I like the stuff with Kylo. Uh, I think they kind of screwed our legacy characters a little bit. Like I, I, I don't think they did Han right. I don't think, um, obviously, in the first one, Luke's barely in it. I, but I don't mind that. Um, I think Leia was fine. Chewie was actually got probably got more in this than he ever did in the other movie. Um, but the forced humor and some of the characters just didn't make sense to me. More like Poe and fan didn't really seem to work for me but it is what it is last jedi i did i rewatch that i think i did same basic thing there's cringeworthy moments i i don't like the first order and all that why <laughs> see this is why i'm doing this I guess my biggest concern is, and maybe they'll, because they're doing these TV shows, maybe they're going to fill in the gaps. What happens between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens? How do we go from defeating the Empire, Luke possibly, you know, going to set up his Jedi Academy, um, and then just end this, I don't know what happened. So I'm, that's, I think, more disappointing than anything. I'll wait before I get super bad until maybe episode nine answers some of these things. I said maybe there's going to be a show to fill in the gap, but it just seems really weird that all of a sudden I don't, we're dropped into this and it's like nothing really changed other than the Empire has a new name and a new leader. Right? You know, the First Order. I don't know whether they're the first of or they like the second order. I don't know. Um, anyway, that's it. That's me rambling about my uh, what I've been doing with Star Wars, but I do want to talk about some of the D23 news that came out, which is uh, a new trailer, or I guess the first trailer for the mandalorian um i guess it was previewed at comic-con or d23 or something but i never saw it so for me it was new um kind of looking i'm opti- uh, cautiously optimistic for it looks dark it looks more in the lines of my original trilogy but you know who knows uh the fact that favreau's doing it uh, is is a plus for me iron man is one of my favorite more mcu movies um Iron Man 2, not so much, but it's still not that bad. It's not as bad as most people make it out to be. Uh, so, yeah, and the trailer looks dark and gritty. I, the one thing, it, there's almost too many callbacks, maybe. I don't know. There's an IG-88-looking dude. I don't know. I think someone told me it's not IG-88, so I don't know who it is. IG-89, I don't know. Um, this dude, the, the, you know, this other creatures in carbonite that's cool um some of the shit i'm looking for it It looks like what i want star wars to be star wars doesn't always have to be lightsabers um which is cool but at the same time give me some spaceships flying around and some some gunslinging i'll be all right with that um speaking of which i did sign up for disney plus already so i'm a sucker i got one of the deal i don't know if people saw like if you're a d23 member and you do three years in advance you can pay four dollars a month I mean, even if the Star Wars stuff sucks, I'm a sucker for at least watching old classic Disney movies or whatever else is going to be on there. So, so looking forward to that. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a Disney Channel, so like they have stormtrooper heads on spikes and whatever the Mandalorian's name is, pulling a dude through the closing door and getting presumably getting chopped in half. I don't know how they're going to handle this, but um, be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
The other thing I talked about, the Cassian Andor series. I don't know if it has a name yet, but that's interesting. So the Mandalorian is supposed to take place after Return of the Jedi. Cassian Andor is supposed to take place, obviously, before Rogue One. I don't know. I think five years before Rogue One. Maybe I should have done some research, which... Okay, give me some uh, Empire, uh, you know, I don't know if it's the, I don't know when you consider the height of the Empire. I guess it would have to be around this, at the time of Rogue One and this. Because by the time the Rebels start attacking, it probably wouldn't be at the height anymore. I don't know, but looking forward to it. I don't, I haven't really watched the cartoons of like Rebels and Resistance, so I don't know what stuff takes place there. I've heard good things, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later. If you listen to the show too, you know I have a hard time with animated stuff. But I'm sure there's, there's some gaps they fill in there. I know there is because some of the podcasts I listen to, they talk about it a lot. And it sounds cool. And every time I try to sit down to watch one of them, I have a hard time. Um, so that's good news. Um, and then, like I said, the the big TV, other big TV thing is they announced finally that we're going to get an Obi-Wan movie or show. It ends up being a show. I think it's great. I'm wondering, and Ian McGregor coming back, like I said, he's he's the highlight of the prequels. Um, if the show is going to be, is it just is it just an Obi Wan show, or is he coming back to be in a show? Is this like what I would almost rather see? Is a Tatooine show or something where it's it's the whole different things that take place on Tatooine. He still may leave, like maybe it's focused on him, but I wouldn't mind seeing. Stuff happen in Moss Eisley that has nothing to do with our main characters, but just other stuff that happens in Tatooine, like I said, Moss Eisley or even Moss Espa. Like maybe you, someone walks by Watto or something, right? Or um, someone goes to the Moss Eisley Cantina, and it's not even our characters, but it's this, it's war, right? It's the same uh, the bartender that we know. Obviously, it can't be the same actor, you know, things like that. Sideburns, dude. Boshek is there. I'd be interested in that. And I guess it could still be that if it's an Obi-Wan movie. But then if also, or show, if it's Halloween, maybe you do Jabba the Hutt gangster stuff. And you could, like, have a Boba Fett scene. Like, I don't want a Boba Fett show. I think he's... He's just cool the way he is. I think they already kind of ruined it with the prequels. But having him do a couple things, and, you know, be a background character, that'd be awesome. And a show like this would be perfect for that. Have him doing bounties... And I don't know when this takes place. Excuse me. But if you can somehow link this to the solo movie, as much as I don't like it, if you can play with it a little bit, bring back the Daenerys. Oh, I don't forgot. <laughs> Whatever. Mother of Dragons character, because she's still alive. You can bring back Darth Maul. Even bring back Han Solo. Like, not meeting Obi-Wan, obviously, because that, that doesn't make sense. But if said, if the show is not Obi-Wan, but just stuff that's happening on Tatooine, that I'd be interested in that. I'd be interested in either or. If it's just about Obi-Wan on adventures and watching over Luke and maybe going and fighting off of... I don't know. I mean, could he meet Darth Vader? I have heard people talk about... Um, if you think about it, the last... Obi-Wan should think Anakin's dead. Like, how does he know if the last thing he sees is him burning on the side of the lava, he should, he should, in his mind, he left Anakin to die. Anakin is dead. So then why does he know that Darth Vader is Anakin? 
right? There, that is kind of unanswered. So if there's a meeting here in this show and they meet each other, and that's why when they meet in A New Hope and he's like, last time we met, I am the master. Maybe he wasn't referring to the the battle in... Ooh, what's the name of the planet? Mustafar. It's a different battle. If done right, I could see that and I might like it. If done wrong, obviously I'm going to bitch and complain. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just I think it's cool. Obi-Wan is an awesome character. We never... Um, we got a little too much of him in the new movies, I think, and not enough of him in the original, so a nice little thing here would be good. I just hope they get his beard right. Come on. Episode 2, he's a fake beard on and off. It's terrible. Um, so yeah, I don't know I don't know if you guys are listening to this and you have one away on your pins. What would you like? Would you like a straight, just straight up Obi-Wan show and it's about him going on little side adventures or whatever, or have him blend in with a more overall arc out in the whether it's not just Tatooine but the outskirts what do they call it the the yeah those those far planets those ass planets that nobody wants to go to <laughs> Trump would call them something oops I said political uh so yeah but I am looking forward to that I don't know when it's coming out I know they announced Mandalorian is coming out um right away I don't know if they have release dates for the Andor series or Obi-Wan. I doubt they've even filmed. I think they said they wrote it, but they haven't started casting other, other than him. Um, so that is that. Um, and then the other big news is we got, I don't know if it's a new trailer, but it's kind of a montage plus some new footage from um, episode nine, Rise of Skywalker, and a new poster, which has Rey and Kylo fighting and then the big, face of the emperor behind um don't know how i I mean the montage always i'm a sucker for montage especially put some john williams music and you play highlights from my favorite movie series i'm sucker for that um plus some new footage with the big thing being um evil ray darth ray um it's gotta be just a, a vision right that's this is her luke going in the cave moment or what I've heard a couple theories. Um, I don't know. I guess if you are, which are obviously aren't spoilers because I don't know anything, but I may talk about some theories here. So if you don't like that kind of stuff, tune out for a few minutes. Um, some people say she might be a clone. I don't like that idea. Uh, they still want it, this whole idea of using Luke's hand. To clone. I mean, I don't know what that has to do with Ray. I, I, I don't like that idea. Um, I know I, I love the Thrawn trilogy, and that is a thing at the end of the movie, right? Where they did use the Emperor did get a hold of Luke's hand, and he made a clone of Luke, and Luke has to fight himself at the end. And I never really. And his name is not Luke; it's Luke. Two U's and an apostrophe in there somewhere. Classy. Others, that was like one of my least favorite parts. Like the whole Jedi Sabath, Kabath, or at least part of those books. And the clone thing was dumb. This is more about Mar. That that last fight was more about a Mara Jade thing than it really was Luke. So it wasn't really the main story point. So I was okay with it. Um, at this point, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her being a clone. But it does kind of make. It could make sense. Obviously, cloning is a big part of the Star Wars saga um when she does go into the cave on 
whatever, Luke's hidden planet. I have no idea what the name of that planet is. And she goes into her cave and she does she her snapping her fingers and all that. And all it is is just a bunch of versions of her. That is kind of leaning toward that. Maybe she is a clone. Um, but I don't know. Anyway, she did look cool. And I just don't know what I want there. If she, I doubt she turns evil. If, I, I don't know. I'm I'm really scared. <laughs> I just put it that way. I don't know what, what they're gonna do there. Um, the fact that the emperor is back kind of bugs me, but I've uh, just because it kind of to me it felt like it betrays what Luke and Anakin did in Return of the Jedi. Like if he they really didn't kill him, then what the fuck's the point? But as I think about it, if he's still dead, but he it's just his force goes like okay if I can't be mad if it's okay if Obi Wan and Yoda come back as force ghosts and even and Anakin in a Jedi they're like but the dark the, the most powerful Sith can't do that that seems kind of weird to me so I will allow that it's just how they do it um, so if it's just his force ghost and he's somehow been manipulating. Um, maybe he's been manipulating Snoke. I don't know. And now that Snoke's dead, he has to reach out and talk to Kylo or Rey. If, if I guess one thing I've been thinking about is if, if you take this and this is really the last, um, movie of the saga, which I think going back and listening to Lucas's interviews and stuff. And after the first three, it's done. And then he does the prequels. It's done. And then, before he sold to Disney, he was writing the next three movies. Like that's something I didn't realize and know that he had have written the script for three movies when he sold to Disney, saying, "I'm going to make these," or "I was going to make them, I just don't have the time or whatever." I'd... So he was good. He so if this is the last of the nine movies, so I'll take <laughs> taking that into consideration to have one overarching villain through all nine movies. It would be him. And I guess I can accept it. You just got to do it right. So I'm not totally against the idea of the emperor being involved, and as long as he's not, I don't, I don't want him to in, invade a body. Like that seems weird to me because that really hasn't been done. Um, we did see Yoda do force lightning as a force ghost to, to, to tree. So like, if he can manipulate the physical world, even though he's force ghost, that's already been set now. So. I, I don't know. Um, the one thing I doubt this would happen, but I think it would get a, if done right, we get a huge pop from the audience. As I was rewatching um, Endgame the other day, and I guess spoiler alert if you haven't watched Endgame. Okay. Um, the end of the movie when all the Avengers come back and you have Falcons and, you know, cap on your left and the little portals open up and here comes the Wakandan people. And then here comes the get guardians and here comes whoever. If there was like some force battle where Ray is fighting Kylo and the emperor is dominating and just kicking the shit out of, her and 
Maybe you can even bring back a Darth Maul Force Ghost or a Dooku Force Ghost. I don't know. And then all of a sudden you have Force Ghost Yoda pop up. And then you had a Force Ghost Anakin and Obi-Wan show up. I think you had a big reaction. I don't know if, how it would work. And I think it might be borderline of being stupid. And as I'm saying it, it might be. But I could see it getting a big audience reaction. Especially, I said, as much as we don't like it, the young cries out, if Anakin, if Hayden Christensen shows up in this movie, which I have to think he will at some point. If I would, I'd be a betting man, his voice or his or himself. I would say even his, his he's going to show up in this movie. And if it came in something like that and there was this big epic force ghost battle alongside the real battle of Rey and Kylo, which, I don't know, Kylo may end up being a good guy and Rey may be the bad guy. I don't know how that's going to work out, but I could see a big force battle with Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Anakin, and Luke. I forgot, yeah, Luke would be there on one side, and then you'd have, I don't know who would be on the bad side. It would be uh, the Emperor, Maul, Dooku, I don't know. Um, yeah, just stuff I've been thinking about, and this stuff. This is why I'm doing this, so I can just talk into a microphone, and you guys can listen and tell me I'm an idiot, or tell me I have some good ideas. Not really looking for that because I don't think these are good ideas, but just stuff I've thought about. And like I said, like how would I react? I know I would like it at first, and then go, "Wait a minute," or I might just shake my head and laugh, and like BB-8 coming to the rescue and an at, at or ATST, and I don't know what the hell happened in the Last Jedi. Um, so yeah, great news coming out of D twenty three if you're a Disney fan. Um, hopefully Disney writes the ship and. Kind of, I think the one thing I like about the shows anyway is that you have people like Dave Filoni and uh, Favreau and Taika Waititi, these people who seem to love Star Wars and good filmmakers working on it. And I don't think there's, they're getting as much involvement from upper management. Could be wrong. I was super excited about Ryan Johnson's uh, Last Jedi. I thought it was going to be the best ever. And I was wrong. Now, I still don't know if that's his fault, if that's people intervening and telling him, hey, you better put this joke in here. I, I'll never be able to answer that. I don't know. Um, but I just, just hands off. Uh, I think, let, I would think someone like Favreau would have that. I mean, he created the goddamn MCU, right? <laughs> so, anyway, hopefully. Um, so, I'm looking forward to all those. And like I said, and Mandalorian. Oh, another thing is Mandalorian announced that they're going to be weekly episodes, not a binge thing like Netflix. I like that. It gives us something to talk about. It gives me a chance to rewatch an episode once or twi- uh, twice before the next one, like I used to do with Game of Thrones. I always, after like season two or three, I would I would watch it Sunday night and then rewatch it at least one more time during the week, just to, so I, especially in a show like that, there's so much going on, you're missing stuff, and you know, so I, I'm glad they're doing that with the Disney Plus shows. I'll hate it at the time, especially if there's a cliffhanger. It's like oh, I want to know now, but in the long run, it's for the best um i think that's it as far as uh the d23 news i'm sure i'm missing stuff um another thing i wanted to talk about i think i've mentioned it before uh, as an annual pass holder to disneyland uh we've been going not as much lately but i have gone a few times over the past month and i have to go to galaxy's edge but it's losing it's losing my attention because there's not much to do there anymore. Like once you've 
doing the lightsaber training, which is money. You build the droid, which is money. Um, oh, there's one other thing. You go to the bar, which I would like to do again. I've only done that the one time, or do it twice. I think I did it both times in the preview nights. Um, and even the second night was not as fun as the first. I think once you do that, um, and that one, I'll, I'll probably like it again. I just have to, I think we did it late at night and we had to get out of there. We just pounded some drinks and left. But um, it's kind of, I go on Galaxy's, and then the the ride, first of all, I'm not the big fan of motion simulators. This is not too bad. But you get in there with a group that you don't know. It, it, the experience kind of stinks. People, especially you get people pilots are flying in and stuff. But even that, you do the right. Even it's good. I'll still say it's a good ride. But you go on it and you're done. And if you go on single rider, which I've done by myself and it's gone with um, people, and we just get in the singles, uh, there's no line. <laughs> you just go right in. Like oh, I've waited like five minutes three times now or twice. And you do that and you walk through the park and you're like, done. Okay, I'll go buy a blue milk. And it's like $12. Like I know everything is expensive, but some of these things are ridiculous. I'm a little scared for it. Um, I know when the new ride opens, it'll be a little better. But then even then, I don't know. I, I do like walking around and just so the sight of the Millennium Falcon will always get me. And I appreciate that. But there's not enough life in the park. And there's like I said, there's, no, there's not like a single waterfall. There's like no dynamic stuff going through. You hear sounds, which is great, but there's nothing whizzing by i would love to see droids walking by if they could somehow puppeteer a a bantha or a tauntaun walking through every once in a while like i i, I was kind of expecting that and I, i'm not getting any of that no creatures um a little i don't know how they could do it. a little put on shows and, and the stormtroopers well, i usually go at nights and they're never out i think it's a vision thing they probably can't see well through their mask Never seen them. You do get Ray. I see her a lot. Ray and Chewbacca. I've run across them multiple times, and they do. They are around. And there's that spy girl who I I don't know her name. I think she's in one of the books now, and I think she may be part of the new ride. You do see her, but I want more from that. I want a little bit more out of it. We went and we, I cause I have to. I go in there. We went on the ride. I checked the souvenir, uh, the 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 big souvenir shop somebody's antiquities or whatever see if they anything new even if they did i'm still too expensive i've, yeah, I've already spent <laughs> enough money there so i'm a little scared for it um now i don't know I, I i get the idea of it's in canon and this is the time frame we're in but i mean once this movie episode nine comes out what's gonna happen like i i don't I hope at some point they they light they um they loosen the reins a little bit and why can't I see Darth Vader walking around? Why can't I see uh Darth Maul walking around or on solo? Like who cares if it's not in canon? I mean Snow White and walks around the Matterhorn sometimes with the, she's never been to the Matterhorn. Uh the witch walks around Mal- Mal- Maleficent walks around. They're all they've been killed in the in the cartoons like it's not in canon like i don't understand why you just can't have what people want to see walking around and, and being in star wars have ewoks have stuff like that so i i love this in story part of it I'm, i am kind of glad it is not a planet we've seen before but i wish they would 
Or maybe you have a certain time of the year. This is Star Wars days and you can see more stuff. I don't know. But I can tell you it's losing interest in me quick. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So I don't know if that's good for them. Um, I think it has, since we've been talking, it's um, not today. Even though I've been talking forever <laughs> since we've talked their episode on it, it's opened in Walt Disney World now, and I don't know how it's doing over there. I know here the crowd levels are ridiculously low in Disneyland in general. Um, we're going on rides. We get fast passes, and you can get them right immediately when you're done. We went on Thunder Mountain like two times in a row in less than 15 minutes. So I don't know what that's all about. No, whatever, I don't complain. As a pass holder, we'll go and get right on it. I know now stuff, kids are going back to school and the weather's kind of hot and muggy, so maybe that's keeping people away. I don't know. Um, that's it on that. Um, the one thing I think I've mentioned, I have with my new love of Star Wars, I've been front going back to old books. Um, and I don't read, but I do listen to audiobooks. And I've mentioned, I think, in one of the episodes, I listened to Dooku, Jedi Fallen? Lost Jedi? I think it's Jedi Fallen. Count Dooku or whatever. It was alright. I um I'll tell you this, it's not it's not really a spoiler. It, it is how Dooku becomes a Jedi and why he leaves the Jedi Order. It's not about him falling to the dark side. So I that might be the next book. But it, it is and I like that story. I liked you know, seeing how Yoda becomes his master and he becomes Qui-Gon's master and all these different things. I like the way they filled in some of those gaps, but it was still not much really going on. I don't know. Um, but whatever. It's, it fills in some ga- canon gaps, which I appreciated. I finally started listening to the Thrawn books. I know there's three of them out already. Um, I'm just listening to the first one. I'm a little upset because I'm still very early on, so maybe I'm wrong. The reason I wanted to get the audiobook is um, the Thrawn trilogy. I read those books cover to cover probably three or four times when I was younger, and even as I got older. And then, it, excuse me, and then I got the audiobooks, and I really loved uh, the guy who read them. I think his name is Mark Thompson, and his voice of Thrawn, I like the way he did it. And he's doing the voice on the new Thrawn books, but I think. He's using a different accent or voice for him because since then, Thrawn has appeared on the cartoons. And I think, I could be wrong. I said it's early on in the audiobook. Maybe it's not even him that's talking. Or he, or it's maybe a young version versus an older version. I think that he's matched his voice. He's changed the voice of Thrawn to match the cartoon, not his original voice from the old audiobooks. Which kind of sucks. Cause I really, it kind of threw me off. And I really like the portrayal in the, in the uh, audiobooks. Um. But I'll get into that some more. I'm going to start listening to it. It's been a while. I started it, and then I just kind of... You know when you start something, like, eh, I'm not really in the mood. I'll get back to it. And then I just haven't gotten to it. Um, What else have I been reading? I did buy the first few Galaxy's Edge comic books. And I think they're called Galaxy's Edge. But it's basically promoting the park. And there's how the stories and how this little um stuff got on Batu, right? So there's the... um the Sarlacc pit, right? And or the Sarlacc pit, but the Sarlacc? Yeah, the the things in Tatooine that were that ate Boba Fett. Yeah. The first one is how because the Din and Antiquities, he has those things on display. And the first episode's about how he gets them and like Han Solo 
is kind of set into a trap to get him and he does and they're like babies and stuff it's kind of cheesy but i'll read it um i just kind of fell behind on those with other things that's it as far as the books um the one last thing which i mentioned before is as i listened to other podcasts they've been talking about how great the animated shows are and so i've tried to watch the clone wars and i heard it gets better after season two i've I watched season one a long time ago. I've started season two like three different times and I get, I start glazing over. I don't like the, the animation. It's whatever it does. just puts me to sleep. Um, so I don't know. I was going to ask you guys, is it worth me watching? And one thing I was going to look into if maybe there's, cause there's so many episodes, if maybe I can find a list or if maybe someone could provide, Hey, in each season, you know, watch these seven episodes or something, and I can kind of quickly go through it. Because the other thing that Disney Plus announced D twenty three is the, they're releasing the final season of that, and it would be nice if I had a backstory because I probably will watch that when it comes out. Um, so yeah, that's something I, I've tried numerous times, and it's hard. So maybe I can get a filtered list, or maybe it's not even worth it. I don't know. Maybe I should just read a synopsis because it does seem like some cool stuff happens during these. Um, these uh, shows, you know, the thing with Darth Maul coming back when he showed up at the end of Solo. I was like, what the fuck? He died. Apparently, he comes back in the series. I don't know. Um, so I think that's it. It's the ramblings of a madman. Um, so uh, thanks for listening. Let me know. Uh, you know, our Facebook page and Twitter account. I don't know, but I'll put on the. It's Han shot first on Facebook, and uh, don't remember, don't forget the extra S. And uh, on Twitter, I think it's the same thing, but it's one S T, and it's podcast. I don't know, actually. I should look into that. Check it. Check the description of this episode, and give me uh, give me some feedback. Um, the other thing which we never tell people to do during an episode, we always have the the stinger at the end is uh rate and review us on itunes we appreciate it we don't ask for you guys to do it very often um very few people do review it we know you're listening we, we can see the downloads just we're not getting the the likes i know it's kind of a pain in the butt and probably most of our listeners aren't on itunes like i said i don't even think scott has given us a review um because he doesn't want to sign up for an itunes account and all that i get it but if you do have an itunes account please give us a review it definitely helps us out we've been doing this for so long now that we should have a few more reviews than we have. Um, and with that, uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Um, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And may the force be with you. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.